Tim's News Explosion. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's Tim's News Explosion on this Monday, the 22nd of May, 2023. We are live on YouTube, on the Unshackled YouTube channel, hopefully by next week, uh, unless YouTube decides to spring another strike on the Wilmsfront channel. I should be back on the Wilmsfront channel for next Monday's show. Uh, as always, on live on the Tim Wilms DLive channel and the Wilmsfront Odyssey channel. Entropy is live, uh, so you can send through direct questions or even better yet, send through a super chat to support Unshackled Productions. Hello to everyone in the live chat already. Uh, Wolfman's Blunt Razor, Peak Aussie Men and Brucey, good to see you all. It is 8.30 p.m. here in Melbourne, Victoria, where we have just had the Indigenous round of the Australian Football League, better known by its acronym, the AFL, where the AFL Commission announced, well, used the Indigenous round to announce its support uh, for the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice uh, which uh, the Albanese government is planning to enshrine at in the constitution at a referendum later this year i mean i honestly would have would have been more shocked if the afl had announced that it wasn't uh, supporting uh, the voice so this is the the statement that uh, goes on, the afl is privileged to have a long history of aboriginal and torres strait islander leadership and it says over the past year, we've had many discussions on the proposal to recognize a voice. Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander players have long made stellar contribution to the footy field. Their off-field contributions are equally valued. Well, we encourage everyone to seek the information they need to inform their own views on the referendum. The AFL proudly supports the recognition in, of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples in the Australian constitution. Uh, so, we encourage everyone to get the information to make up their their own mind. Uh, but <laughs> basically, hint, hint, uh, we would like all our football fans uh, to vote yes. And you remember that uh, the AFL, uh, they, uh, they pledged their support uh, for the yes vote during the marriage law postal uh, survey, uh, as did the NRL and uh, Rugby Australia. Uh, which uh, also have announced that they're supporting uh, the constitutionally enshrined Aboriginal uh, voice. This is uh, what uh, Rugby Australia put in uh, the Australian Financial Review, a full-page ad. The voice is about division. It's about union. Uh, well, <laughs> could have fooled all of us here. We've heard nothing but a division uh, since, uh, since the 
the the voice uh, debate has intensified. And now the AFL is just a, an example of uh, so many of uh, these uh, organizations, which no matter how much you virtue uh, sig signal on, whether it's uh, indigenous issues uh, or multicultural, it's never enough and doesn't stop accusations of racism or cultural insensitivity. Uh, one of the examples over uh, the Indigenous round was uh, Auntie Joy Murphy. Uh, she gave a welcome to country at a dream time at the G function, uh, which she claims her, the, her treatment left her shattered. Uh, this is uh, what uh, she went and told the media. Auntie Joy has hit out at the AFL in a new welcome to country storm. The senior elder says she was snubbed by league executives, including Gillam McLaughlin, during the Dreamtime game at the MCG. Auntie Joy playing a powerful role in the post-game presentation, but it's her pre-game involvement that's rocked the AFL. I was shocked. Auntie Joy is furious. Not enough AFL executives were at Essendon's pre-game function, where she delivered the welcome to country. It broke my heart because I want to see that people who are leading, uh, like the AFL, who are leading all of this, should be there, should be there honouring, you know, particularly traditional owners. Seven News understands Auntie Joy was overcome with emotion at the perceived snub, but witnesses say her outburst offended some guests who left the room. AFL Commissioner Helen Milroy gave an impromptu speech to calm Miss Joy. There's never ever just been three commissioners. It's really crazy. So, you know, where is the genuine support for Dreamtime at the G? The AFL says at least three executives, Essendon bosses and three commissioners were all at the function. A number had also been at the long walk to the G, so opted to stand at the back of the room so they didn't interrupt Auntie Joy's speech. New CEO Andrew Dillon was also at the game, but was with the Deputy Prime Minister during Miss Joy's speech. Outgoing boss Gil McLaughlin was in Adelaide at a pre-arranged function for a good friend. Everyone of our community that I spoke to or spoke to me tonight has just been shattered to think that, you know, the people who profile this event were not there. We've gone back now, absolutely backwards. Miss Joy's welcome to country also caused headlines during Barack Obama's Melbourne tour last month. Organisers cancelled her speech after she asked to bring a support person up on stage. Chief Football Reporter Tom. What a drama queen. Is there an Aboriginal word for Karen yet? Because she behaves like an entitled Karen there. And of course, at every game this weekend uh, during the Indigenous round, there was a welcome to, to country by Indigenous uh, elders or uh, Indigenous uh, community leaders. Uh, this is a, a photo of one at uh, the uh, the Mel the I think this was at uh, the can't remember which game game this was, but this is Nikki McKenzie, a Wadjuri woman. Uh, this was at uh, the Bulldogs Adelaide game game i believe i didn't know that they had uh, blue hair dye in the dream time there 
Now, you might remember at uh, the Dreamtime at the G game last year, uh, there was crowd violence, including a didgeridoo uh, being used as a spear. This time we had at uh, the Dreamtime game, uh, it was again marred by fan violence, uh, including a glassing in the corporate legends room. A man has been glassed during a fight at last night's Dreamtime at the G. Eliza Rock joins us now live. Eliza, there was some shameful behaviour on such a significant night. Dougal, a total of 10 people were evicted for bad behaviour at last night's Dreamtime at the G. Police have told us that shortly before 10pm, two men got into a verbal altercation in the Legends room. That argument has then turned physical when one of the men has actually smashed a glass on top of the other man's head and then run away from the scene. The victim in this case is a 36-year-old man from Queensland. He was treated at the ground for facial injuries. Another incident that happened last night actually happened on the field. A footy fan has jumped over the fence and gone onto the ground. He has been grabbed by security, but security actually needed the help of police to escort that pitch invader from the ground. That man can expect a significant fine and also potential criminal charges in relation to interrupting the dying seconds of the game. Dougal. OK, Eliza Rugg, thank you. And then the next day at the Carlton Collingwood game, uh, I should mention the results of the, the Dreamtime game between Richmond and Essendon. Uh, Essendon won by a point, a goal in the dying minutes. In fact, breaking news that uh, Richmond coach Damien Hardwick, a dimmer, is due to announce that he is stepping down tomorrow. But at the Carlton-Collingwood game there the next day, which Collingwood won by 28 points, their top, uh, top of the table, uh, there was a brawl at uh, the Punt Road goal end, which saw three fans uh, evicted. This is some um, uh, phone camera footage. It's on! It's on! Oh, son! Get him! Get into him! Ah! This is what I come for! Now, you can imagine if this type of violence occurred uh, during a round of the A-League, it would be called the A-League's Weekend of, of Shame. I mean, soc Australian soccer was uh, smeared in all the, the media after the Melbourne Victory pitch invasion uh, last November, where Melbourne City goalkeeper Tom Glover got hit with a flare sand bucket. That reminds me, A-League Grand Final this weekend between Melbourne City and Central Coast Mariners at Combank Stadium. Go City. 
But there has been a lot of fan uh, violence at the AFL this year. It's obviously been reported by the mainstream media, but it's never been called a a, a weekend of shame uh, for the, the AFL. Well, uh, even though these fans are, uh, are belting each other, I saw a comment uh, from Senator Slayer up here. They misgendered each other, apparently. Maybe one of them said there was only two genders as well. But at least these fans, uh, they didn't boo any of the players. You re- you may remember a couple of weeks uh, back, it was a, a scandal that uh, Collingwood players uh, booed uh, Lance Franklin every time he got the ball. And because he's an Indigenous uh, player, uh, it must be concluded that it's motivated by racism. And so uh, Nathan Buckley, uh, the former Collingwood coach, uh, condemned uh, the booing. Uh, Collingwood uh, released a statement apologising. But uh, Wayne Carey, the former North Melbourne legend, who I should say is is not the is not the most uh, pure uh, person uh, that there there is. He he made the point, however, that uh, what about the booing of uh, uh, Jack Ginnivan, who's a Collingwood player, and Jason Horn Francis, who's a North Melbourne player who went over to Port Adelaide. Uh, but uh, the the media reported it, or this uh, reminds us the the booing of Lance Franklin, of the the booing of Adam Goods out of out of the game. Which, in my opinion, the booing of Adam Goods out of the out of the game, who he after he got the Australian of the the year, uh, for calling that fourteen year old girl who called him an ape the face of Australian racism. I mean, he just uh, became a even though, even even though he'd had a stellar AFL career and was celebrated, won Brownlow medals and and premierships, decided he'll become a perpetual victim, and the the AFL crowd decided that they'd had enough of him. Remember, he invented that uh, Aboriginal war dance, which everyone was just like, "What the hell?" Looked like he was throwing a spear into the 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 crowd, but yeah. So the the Again, the, the the AFL, which has a whole indigenous uh, round, it seems that uh, there's 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 always a a an opportunity. It seems uh, to label the fans racist, and uh, the AFL has banned nine fans uh, for life this year for we should say alleged racial uh, abuse of players. And this is a headline from the Daily Mail. League admits that zero tolerance approach may not be enough to eradicate vile behavior from footy. Now, I think I've mentioned this before. Uh, This supposed uh, alleged racial abuse uh, that sees fans banned, we're told that it's so bad that it can't be repeated. But we'd like to know so we can judge for ourselves. I mean, if it's it's like the, the Adam Goods uh, Adam Goods, uh, when he claimed that being called an ape was racist by that 14-year-old girl, the 14-year-old girl said she called him a mate because she was hairy. Is it something like that? Uh, which, in that case, if calling someone an ape or monkey is racist, then I suppose the 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 whole uh, Darwinian theory of evolution is racist. But uh, the most uh, shameful news in the AFL from the fast week, past week is that uh, North Melbourne coach 
Alistair Clarkson has taken indefinite leave for his mental health after in September last year, uh, he and his uh, former assistant coach, uh, now uh, now Brisbane Brisbane Lions coach, uh, Chris Fagan, uh, were smeared as racist uh, with this uh, leaked uh, report, uh, which they weren't interviewed uh, interviewed for, uh, which contained allegations that uh, that uh, Indigenous Hawthorne players had been separated uh, from their partners. Uh, one of the partners had been pressured into an abortion. And so Alistair Clarkson, he, he's one of the, the toughest AFL uh, co coaches. He's four-time uh, four premiership uh, coach uh, with, with Hawthorne. Uh, despite all that, he uh, was forced out of the club by uh, former president Jeff Kennett, who never really liked him in a one of those fake succession plans uh, where Sam Mitchell is the, the coach and Hawthorne's still doing really uh, shit. Uh, Chris Fagan, obviously the coach of the Brisbane Lions. I'm a Brisbane Lions fan, so it's uh, so from a a, a, a selfish uh, uh, barrack team point of view, uh, I'm glad that the allegations haven't haven't uh, infected affected his performance, given that the Lions are in the uh, the the top four. But uh, Obviously, the the AFL media at the time uh, deemed the the duo uh, guilty. Well, they said if these allegations are proven, they basically, but they they said they basically said, oh, it's shocking what's what's in this report. Basically, basically saying although there's a due process, oh, if this is if this is true, they'll never coach again. Basically, they. It was on the the onus was on uh, the two coaches to basically prove their innocence and uh jordan lewis who's a premiership player with alistair clarkson told us told uh, told uh, uh told the well the, the footy world on afl 360 last week on fox footy of uh, this horrific discrimination that alistair clarkson experienced uh when the allegations were first raised just a final one on alistair clarkson you've obviously kept in touch with him and and his wife is how life has been for them over the past eight months and how they're doing? Oh, you could, you could only imagine. I mean, when, when you've got all these accusations coming at you and you still haven't had a chance to, to speak, I mean, I'll, I'll give you a little... So when, the, when the, the news first broke, when he had his first layoff at, at um, North Melbourne and, he, and he, he went down to the coast to get away for a little bit, he stopped off at a petrol station, the person behind the counter refused to serve him because of what, what these allegations had had um, been about. So I don't know how many times in his uh, everyday life that that would have happened, but, you know, it, it wears you down. And I, I just couldn't imagine being accused of, of what he's been accused of and the other guys to not be able to speak and tell your version of events. It, it would be excruciating. We're feeling for all involved tonight, no as I said. No, no, no winners at, at all. all. Now, isn't... It refuse service discrimination like that isn't that illegal i'd probably have to 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 look it up there uh but now the afl media is saying oh we wish clarko the the best and well after a this uh shameful uh, guilty without basically uh deeming them guilty without a trial or basically uh presuming them guilty until proven 
proven innocent. Now they're the AFL is speeding up uh, the investigation process. And now the uh, it wasn't just uh, Fagan and Clarkson who were accused. It was uh, the former Hawthorne welfare manager, Jason Burt. They're now likely to be exonerated. And uh, so, because this has been going on since September last year, and the accusers, they have all remained anonymous. Uh, so while the trio, they've been shamed as racist in the media, these are all anonymous accusations. And imagine if, for example, I, I just, I, I noticed that uh, Peter V, Pissy, v, Pissy Leaks Peak, he mentioned this when he shared the the Jordan Lewis clip about the the discrimination against Alistair Clarkson. Imagine if uh, Harry Giesel, uh, the North Melbourne uh, Jewish player, playing his, his his first season, very impressive season. Imagine if he'd been refused service at a service station because he was Jewish. Devere Abramovich would be all over it. Um, in fact, uh, Devere has been has been on the case since uh, ever since uh, Harry was was drafted uh, be, uh, to to or basically shame anyone who makes any Jewish joke about uh, Harry uh, Giesel, but it was the media that I uh, basically pumped up that he was the the first Jewish player AFL player in many many decades, and they, then the Age amplified uh, some of the comments. Uh, down below as well. So it's like a self-fulfilling pr uh, prophecy here. But one uh, one uh, supposed uh, anti-Semitic uh, uh, comment that uh, Devere uh, took uh, to, uh, was so outraged by, uh, uh, aimed at Harry Giesel, was uh, on SEN Radio. This is uh, the da Daily Mail headline. Gary Lyon and Tim Watson's boss apologize after footy legends were slammed for giving their stamp of approval to a fan's disgraceful anti-Semitic rant about a Jewish player on AFL radio. Now, what was this uh, disgraceful anti-Semitic rant? Well, I'll play it for you and you can make up uh, your own mind. The other important point is to re-engage with my, our main man, Johnny from Epping, who is he, is he online? He's been good enough to join us. Go, Johnny. Good morning, Gary. Good morning, Tim. Where have you been? Where, where have you been? Oh, nice to talk to you. I've got a smile on my face as soon as I hear your voice. Where have I been? What about the draft? Happy with, happy with the draft? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a, this uh, uh, Jewish uh, Yeah, Harry, uh, Harry Sheasel. Yep. Yeah. And George Wardlaw. You know, the Jewish are a lot with money. So maybe we go. We would not have to got to this money anymore because probably if we need some money, his tenants. Oh might be no, I wouldn't worry about that. I just worry about the fact that he's a very, very good player. I tell you what, they reckon he. Uh, so John from Epping, obviously making a a a Jew joke, a stereotypical. Jew joke, which there's lots of uh, ra racial stereotype jokes, but uh, Devere Abramovich, he uh, carries on like every joke about Jews is taking us closer to another Holocaust. So he smeared John from uh, John from Epping as engaging in a disgraceful anti-Semitic 
rant, uh, which I th- which I thought was outrageous. And you can tell that John from Epping, he, he, by his accent, comes from a, a racial uh, minority himself. I'm not sure if it's Italian or, or Greek, uh, but so he's probably copped like wog jokes and and that. But yeah, according to Devere, every type of, of Jew joke, it's a, it's a, it's a, ga- it's a gateway to a Jewish hatred. I mean, the, the only Jew joke that I would have made about Harry Jesus is that his Judaism uh, would probably stand out in uh, the, the North Melbourne showers, uh, if you know what I mean. Now, of course, we've seen uh, we've seen uh, Alistair Clarkson uh, smeared as a as 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 a as a racist. If you get the the accusation of uh, racism or sexism as an AFL player or coach, it can uh, destroy your uh, career. But there do seem to be uh, double standards, obviously, because uh, we've seen uh, particularly Collingwood players, uh, Jordan Degoe, uh, Jack. Ginevan and uh, Jack Crisp are uh, all 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 uh, all smeared as uh, womanizing uh, misogynists, and and they've had to uh, apologize and do training. Uh, but uh, this North Melbourne player, uh, Taryn Thomas, he still hasn't been sacked from the club, uh, despite the fact uh, that he he, he is uh, facing. Uh, charges of threatening a woman uh, to release uh, revenge porn. And uh, he has also been caught driving while having a suspended license. There was an Instagram video where he had his feet up while uh, driving his Mercedes Benz. And uh, there's other allegations uh, as well uh, that a uh, so there was a woman who claimed that uh, uh, Thomas wanted to beat her. It was also alleged Thomas told a woman, your time is is coming. And uh, Clarkson has basically said, oh, look, uh, you know, give him a break. And it seems that Clarkson is, well, he's reluctant to discipline uh, Thomas because he's Indigenous. But there seems to be a double standard here that those Collingwood, those Collingwood players, they're they're they they're smeared for uh, you know what uh, what they uh, said online uh, about women, but obviously uh, uh, with Jack uh, Jack Crisp, uh, he 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 said that uh, it, it was an Instagram thing where he said, uh, "What is it? I like you, little sluts." And uh, it was that Ginevan he was uh, rating girls out of ten with a with a teammate, and of course Dugowie. There was the attempted me tooing in America. Then there was a consensual boob grabbing in uh, Bali uh, mid-year. So there does seem to be a racial double standard here. Is what I what I believe is is happening now. Despite the support of the the AFL, uh, the, the the NRL, uh, Rugby Australia, all the different corporates, uh, the voice. A voice is in massive trouble uh, with a, another poll coming out that shows that uh, yes, support is less than uh, twenty, uh, less than fifty percent. Uh, so it's standing at forty-eight percent. This is according to a financial review freshwater strategy poll. And remember, there's got to be a a double uh, majority. 
uh, four out of the six states at least. And you can see that uh, it was as high as around uh, the voice, uh, close to 80%. And it is uh, gone right down. If you get rid of the undecideds, then it's uh, 55 yes. But you would sort of say at this stage, a lot of the undecideds will go uh, for no. And the uh, the yes side uh, seems to be uh, uh, begin to be uh, is going to be turning is starting to turn on each other. So uh, Mick Gooder, an uh, indigenous, you would sort of say, welfare uh, activist, uh, he because he said he was concerned about uh, the referendum uh, fail, uh, failing and that maybe there needed to be a better compromise. Noel Pearson. Uh, called him a bedwetter who has done little for Indigenous people because he posed a compromise to referendum. He uh, he called opposition leader Peter Dutton a Judas. And he also, when uh, before Julian Lisa resigned uh, from the front bench to support the, the voice, uh, Pearson said, oh, does he want uh, us uh, us Indigenous people to carry a, uh, have a tattoo that says we're Indigenous, invoking the spectre of Nazis tattooing Jewish people. And he's uh, said that uh, Jacinta Price is being used to punch down on other Blacks. And uh, Marsha Langton, who authored uh, the, well, the, it's called the Karma Langton uh, report into The Voice. She has been very uh, dismissive of The Voice's uh, critics. And that's basically, it's, it's either their way or the highway. Vote for this. Otherwise, you're you're racist, and it's not going over well. There has never been a, I think, a campaign that has gone as badly as as this. Paleo Conservative Australia says Albanese openly admitted if it doesn't pass the referendum, he'll just legislate it anyway. I think that uh, well, Pearson and Langton, they've said they'll be quiet if uh, the referendum fails. Uh, we don't believe them. Uh, Langton said there'll be no more welcome to country, which was great. No more complaining. Auntie Joy's then, uh, which would be fantastic, uh, but I doubt they will be. But uh, they, they, unless they get their, their way with it, they're not willing to change the, the model where it's a voice not just to the parliament, but to the executive and the bureaucracy as well. If it gets voted no, then they'll get to claim that perpetually that Australia is racist, even though the no campaign is led by two Indigenous Australians, Jacinta Price and Warren Mundine. And there is uh, so many uh, Indigenous Australians or those with uh, Indigenous uh, blood who are opposed to the voice. And uh, one of the more uh, bizarre a bizarre uh, photo ops uh, for the the voice is uh, this this is uh, Linda Burney, uh, the Indigenous Affairs Minister, uh, with uh, the Labor member for Higgins, uh, Michelle Anajaraja, and also behind them is uh, Mark uh, Liebler, uh, of course, one of the the big uh, supporters of the voice. They're with a bunch of school children saying support for Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander voice. They can't vote, so like you're indoctrinating children to vote for something that they can't vote for. Uh, I'm not sure what what that is uh, there. And now we we heard on on Friday uh, that uh, uh, Tan Stan Grant, uh, he 
in an op-ed article on uh, the ABC website, uh, said that he was uh, taking indefinite leave uh, from uh, the the media because of all the the racism uh, that he says he has been uh, subjected to, especially in the the wake of uh, his comments on the the king's uh, coronation, which he says that he spoke with love, that he wasn't speaking with uh, hate for Australia, but he was speaking with love. Didn't sound like it, it didn't sound like uh, love to me. It, he was, he was hating on not just the monarchy but uh, the whole of Australian uh, history. And so uh, tonight uh, will be his last uh, Q and A, which I believe is uh, fantastic news. Uh, we we won't have to put up with him on our screens. So it starts in just over half an hour. So on the panel is, uh, well, she was just in that pro voice photo, Michelle Anajaraja, Labor member for Higgins, Zoe McKenzie, Liberal member for Flinders, uh, David Pocock, uh, the Teal Senator for the ACT, the Greens housing spokesman, uh, Max Chandler-Matha and Tammy Tyrrell, a Jackie Lambie senator uh, for Tasmania, is there. So it looks like it's going to be a well, a five versus one there, uh, probably a pylon on uh, uh, Zoe McKenzie there. But uh, see at the top here that uh, uh, Stan Grant, uh, he, he put a, a school photo uh, from... Uh, uh, from when he was in uh, year year two. And I think he put this uh, photo, he called himself a, a scared little Aboriginal boy. I think he put this photo in to show that he uh, was, he had, brown, he had a very brown skin uh, since he was a boy. Now, I thought in this article that he might have addressed the allegations, accusations that he has tanned his his skin, given that he is much darker now than he was 30 years ago when he hosted the uh, Channel 7 tabloid current affairs program, Real Life. I thought he was going to address this here. And when he's talking about the the racism online he's uh, experienced, is he talking about uh, these questions about whether he he spray tans uh, his skin? Because why doesn't he just put this to bed, uh, this que- this question uh, to bed and actually either confirm or deny it? And it's not racist to ask: Is your skin naturally gone that dark, or is there there some sort of spray tanning there? I mean, just answer the question rather than just allude to it uh, being being racist to 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 ask the question. And uh, now. We had, uh, because uh, in that uh, article, uh, Stan, uh, uh, Stan Grant uh, accused the ABC of uh, not having his, his back. Notice in, in, in this photo here uh, that uh, Stan Grant's skin is, is much, much lighter there. Uh, so the ABC is now going to have a review response to racism after Stan Grant accused the broadcaster of institutional fa- failure. And uh, ABC News director Justin Stevens issued a statement on Friday saying the abuse towards Grant was abhorrent and unacceptable. The ABC stands with him, condemns the attacks directed towards him. The ABC has and will continue to refer any uh, threats to police. And there was a full statement here 
uh, from uh, uh, from uh, Justin Stevens, the, the news director. So again, like the AFL, the ABC, which now it uh, opens every news broadcast saying that we're from the, the land of the Gutterwater people, and they have the the weather forecasts uh, with the indigenous place names there. It's apparently, yeah, the, the ABC is still racist against Indigenous people, even though they have countless Indigenous uh, correspondents. I know that uh, David Spears, of uh, host of the ABC Insiders uh, program, uh, he, he introduces a, a Indigenous panellist as being a Wada Wada uh, person. And uh, there has been, well, uh, protests or shows of solidarity around uh, ABC headquarters uh, around around the, the country. Uh, so this was uh, out, at Southbank here in Melbourne. The, the ABC headquarters is uh, on uh, the Southbank promenade. Uh, this was the ABC staff uh, gathering. I stand the sand. I stand the sand. We reject racism. 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 Now the ABC has uh, announced uh, the replacement uh, for uh, Stan Grant as host of Q and A, and all of the uh, Patricia Carvellis, who currently hosts uh, Radio National breakfast of course she ticks the diversity boxes well she's a woman uh she's of greek descent and she's also a lesbian uh as well uh so three ticks there uh she is she will be just as terrible as stan grant on abc radio national she constantly interrupts her conservative uh guests uh particularly when it comes to when they question uh the aboriginal uh voice uh now of course the, the 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 voice in the indigenous round uh, wasn't uh, the only virtue signal over this past week. It, uh, last Wednesday, on the seventeenth of May, it was uh, Ida Hobbit, which is the International Day Against Homophobia, Biphobia, and Transphobia. I initially thought it was about hobbits in in Idaho, and of course uh, the the AFL. Uh, got uh, got into the the virtue signal of Ida Hobbit Day. Uh, this was put out by the the Collingwood uh, Football Club, who I've mentioned uh, their players have been accused of being too super straight, so they needed to be uh, gayified. G'day guys! Today we are wearing these rainbow coloured armbands to show our support uh, for Ida Hobbit Day and the entire Pride community. So everyone's getting around it at the football club. This watch you bought now is broke. Why do you want to provoke every line I've paved? You're killing my, killing my, killing my. All you wanna do is tease. It's attention that you need. I haven't got time. You're killing my, killing my, killing my. Leave me, baby, please leave me alone. Cause right now I can't call you my own. Die, 
And now notice the uh, when the the Collingwood players were getting their their rainbow, uh, the, the club sponsor on 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 their their jumper or training jumper, Emirates, so uh, the airline based in the United Arab Emirates, where of course homosexuality is uh, illegal, and uh, the Sydney Swans, uh, they also uh, commemorated Ida Hobbit. And they are sponsored by uh, Qatar Airways, uh, which, of course, is where homosexuality is illegal. Now, I've mentioned this before because uh, my A-League team, Melbourne City, is owned by the City Football Group, which is owned by the Abu Dhabi Group, where also in the UAE, where homosexuality is uh, illegal. These uh, these Arab uh, Arab huge money groups they're often connected to the, the the royal families of those arab nations uh they're more than happy to go along with the 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 rainbow virtue signaling in western nations which shows that they're they're, they're imposing anti-lgbt laws in their own countries they're only doing it to placate the locals there i mean the stereotype is that the saudi princes in their mansions they're all drinking scotches and engaging in orgies so it's all for show when it comes to these middle eastern countries and their their supposed cultural moral uh, values now i notice hadron anti-bullying what does uh, dpf uh, stand for uh, you'll have to enlighten me and uh, there was a question up here uh, from ADD Ash. Tim, can you tell us each repercussion for voting yes or no in the voice, please? Well, if you vote yes, uh, we'll be stuck with this constitutionally enshrined voice in the constitution, which we don't know the full ramifications, what the high court will interpret it. We could get government government process is even more bogged down or it could we could see uh reparations ordered to be paid to aboriginal uh people hedron says i will clip that out thanks uh tim well i assume in when you clip that out you'll <laughs> inform me of what that means so i'll stay tuned uh, for, uh, for that uh now of course uh ida hobbit where in victoria last week it was uh celebrated within uh the victorian uh, parliament with uh, dan andrews inviting uh drag queens to read uh to uh, to school-aged children sometimes even younger children i mean the the cancelled one at Monash uh, was aimed at children one to six. The cancelled one in Eltham was aimed at uh, children th uh, three to eight. And Dan Andrews invited a uh, Sam T, who was uh, was uh, booked for the the Oakley Library, and uh, Frock Hudson, who was uh, booked for uh, the Eltham Library to 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 read uh, to uh, sc uh, school children. And uh, Dan Andrews, of course, uh, released an Ida Hobbit uh, Day message on his uh, socials. Uh, but I think uh, the best representation of uh, what uh, Dan Andrews has 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 done uh, in uh, Victoria in uh, promoting uh, the grooming agenda was be best represented by uh, this edit or mashup uh, by Milk Bar. TV, who is 
is going going viral. I think I've got it here. Got so many different uh, clips here. Oh, here we go. The truth is that my brother Bill is now my sister Lily. Change is hard. It's harder than everyone thinks. But I don't need to tell the LGBTIQ community that. You know it. You live it every day. And your lived experiences tell this story better than my words ever could. We often think that as time goes on, things are supposed to get easier. But for some, it's getting harder. It's a reminder that progress isn't a straight line, it's a constant fight, a constant struggle. And in the face of the vile things that have been thrown at the community lately, I know it feels like even more of a struggle than usual. It's hard to stay optimistic. It's hard to stay hopeful. And it just shouldn't be this hard. If there's one thing I know, it's that the LGBTIQ community in this country have been through it all. And you stick together, no matter what. This movement is about people loving themselves and each other. It's about giving love to those who don't feel it and those who really need it. This government and this community remains committed to every single Victorian, no matter who they are or who they loved. That's what today is all about. And that's what every day should strive to be. That council has have, have had to make in relation to cancelling a number of events, events that are about celebrating diversity, events that are about sending a message to often some of the most vulnerable people in our Victorian community, that they are loved, they are respected, they are safe, and they are supported by their government and their community. There might be some who don't believe in that, but I want to say this very clearly. I do. And your government does. We see you, we respect you, and we want you to remember this. People who are driven by hate will always be overcome by people driven by love. In Victoria, you can be whoever you want to be, yet stay who you are. Because in Victoria, equality is not negotiable. Now, not all of that uh, disgusting footage was from Victoria, though that uh, footage of that child twerking was from the Melbourne rooftop bar. I still hold out hope that that wasn't actually a child. It was a dwarf midget because I can't believe uh, that there would be a whole crowd of people cheering that on unless the herd mentality was just... Uh, too overwhelming for these cowards. Uh, now, I saw that there was a, a comment up here uh, by Lady of uh, Charlotte. Uh, was Kath Andrews uh, performing? There was this uh, edit done here. I think it was by Danger Dan, uh, maybe somebody else, because uh, a lot of people say that uh, Kath Andrews uh, looks, looks like a transgender or drag queen. Uh, so Kath Andrews was reading to the kids the story of when I ran over a kid and Dan drove off. I shouldn't laugh, but I mean, uh, they both got away with it. Uh, now, Ida Hobbit Day is uh, sadly not uh, the final day on the, the alphabet calendar of the year. Uh, now there is, I think of, oh, there's so many, so many different things here that uh, photos, photos that I've got here. 
Here we go. So this is the the alphabet calendar. Uh, this is by uh, Acon. Uh, the uh, Acon put together this calendar, which stands for the AIDS Council of New South Wales. They 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 say that AIDS is not a gay thing. Yet uh, the AIDS Council of New South Wales is spending a whole lot of of time uh, promoting the LGBTQ agenda and uh, all of these uh, educational programs. So this is the, the the days of significance. So we've already had the Sydney Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras, uh, which of course coincided with World Pride. Uh, so March 31, Transgender Day of Visibility. Uh, we've just had April 26, Lesbian Visibility Day. And then of course in June, we have the whole Pride Month uh, July 14th, International Non-Binary Pride Day. August, uh, we're at Purple Day, which is aimed at, uh, at schools. Uh, September 23, uh, Visibility Day. And then the October 8th, International Lesbian Day. October 26th, Intersex Awareness Day. Uh, then uh, there is November 8th, Intersex Solidarity Day. November 20, Transgender Day of Remembrance. Then December 1, World AIDS Day. And uh, yeah, so a whole month of, of Pride is less than a, a month away because it's the start of the, the, the Northern Hemisphere uh, summer. And of course, that's when all the corporations up there uh, change their logos to, to rainbow. Now, a lot were wondering after the uh, the uh, Bud Light uh, disaster uh, when they sent Dylan Mulvaney, the uh, trans TikToker, uh, cans uh, with her face on them, uh, that uh, corporations might be a bit more timid now about just having rainbow uh, LGBT virtue signaling during Pride Month. Uh, but a Ford, a, a Ford Motor Company had no such qualms. Redefining toughness is the the new slogan uh, from uh, Ford. That's their uh, very gay Raptor vehicle. Now, the it was covered in mud in, in the beginning, and then once it went in the water, it washed. You saw the the rainbow there. I wasn't sure if it was covered in mud or covered in poo. Uh, now, 
there was another light beer company, Miller, who decided that they would uh, one-up uh, Bud Light, releasing a pro-feminist ad. Uh, this is uh, Miller Light. Here's a little known fact. Women were among the very first to brew beer ever. From Mesopotamia to the Middle Ages to colonial America, women were the ones doing the brewing. Centuries later, how did the industry pay homage to the founding mothers of beer? They put us in bikinis. Wow. Look at this shit. Wild. It's time beer made it up to women. So today, Miller Lite is on a mission to clean up not just their shit, but the whole beer industry's shit. Miller Lite has been scouring the internet for all this shit and buying it back so that they can turn it into good shit for women brewers. Literally, good shit. How you ask? Ladies, take it away. First, we turn the bad shit into compost. Then we feed compost to worms. Push out beautiful fertilizer. That good shit helps farmers grow quality hops, which is then donated to women brewers to make their own really good shit. But there's definitely more shit out there in your attic, in the garage, in your parents' basement. Send any shit you got into Miller Lite and they'll turn that into good shit too. Oh, so here's to women, because without us, there would be no beer. So scantily clad biological women, bad, uh, but uh, scantily clad gay men and trans women are fine. Uh, but uh, yes, yeah, so even for adults, uh, girls in bikini are, are bad. And this is definitely uh, why you would never see, and you certainly should not see, uh, stripper time uh, aimed at children. This is a mock event there there's the disclaimer please note this is satire stripper story time and free fruit for all kids uh who attend for ages one to six proudly brought to you by scam andrews and your local councils so yes just highlighting again the hypocrisy here uh now of course uh, the victorian liberal opposition in response to uh, dan andrews uh uh, bringing drag queen story time to uh, the Victorian Parliament. What was what was their uh, response? Uh, their response was not to protect free speech or children, uh, but to be butthurt. Uh, they weren't invited uh, to the drag queen uh, story time. So opposition leader John Pesciuto told the media when he was asked about the event, had I had the opportunity to know about it, I would have gone up and said, hello, it's there, the drag performer's house. It's everybody's house. I love everybody. And this is everybody's house. Everyone should feel welcome in the Victorian parliament. Uh, well, he certainly <laughs> doesn't love Moira Deeming since she spearheaded her expulsion from the Liberal Party room. The Victorian Liberals equality spokesman James Newbury said, Dan Andrews needs to stop playing politics with Ida Hobbit as it belittles importance of equality and ensuring that all Victorians feel respected, included and loved. And on his Twitter, uh, the replies were turned off. Uh, he told Victorians to stand up and be an ally, and that Liberal Victoria was against rainbow uh, discrimination. 
and we also had uh, from the Legalize uh, Cannabis uh, Party, uh, Rachel uh, Payne, who before Parliament also worked for the Eros uh, Foundation, which is the adult entertainment uh, lobby that uh, Fiona Patton uh, was the, the president of. Uh, she said, because uh, we have to wait 18 months for uh, LGBT uh, anti-hate speech laws, uh, she said that Victoria Police can can uh, take action against uh, hate now. Thank you, President. Today on Utter Hobbit Day, my adjournment matter is for the Minister for Police. Recent attacks on the LGBTIQ plus community from extremist groups, including in my own electorate where council-endorsed family and community events have been targeted, have shown us that vilification is escalating. It cannot be ignored. Cancelling events for fear of these bigots is the very thing those bigots set out to achieve. It is not the solution. We in the LGBTIQ plus community need to be protected, not pushed out of public life. I acknowledge that the Victorian government has committed to extending anti-vilification laws to protect members of the LGBTIQ plus community, but an 18-month wait for those laws, as foreshadowed by the Attorney-General in this chamber last week, is a long wait in the face of the violence that is escalating our community right now. But it does not mean that the police are powerless to address the hate speech and bigotry that is unfolding in our community. Under our current and existing laws, prosecutions are possible. Under Section 17 of the Summary Offences Act for threatening language and behaviour in public, under Sections 20 and 21A of the Crimes Act for threats to kill or injury or for a course of conduct intended to cause apprehension or fear, under Section 195H of, for a fray in the form of threatened violence that would cause a reasonable a reasonable person to fear for their safety, under section 474.17 on the Commonwealth Crimes Code for online contact designed to menace, harass or cause offence. Our police should be vigorously policing abhorrent hate speech because it rips at the harmonious, peaceful and respectful fabric of our society. At this end, that type of policing should be happening now. So the action I seek is the Minister takes all steps possible to ensure that Victoria Police are using the full force of the law currently at their disposal to criminally charge and deter the bigoted behaviour. As Dawn Browning said, what threats? Any charges? We heard the media say, oh, there were threats against these drag queen story times, but no examples of such threats were provided. Uh, now, the Guardian's LGBT correspondent, uh, Kat Kelly, uh, did a puff piece on the Rainbow Angels fighting back against far-right vitriol and, of course, profiles uh, Ruben Kay, who made that uh, infamous blasphemous joke on the, the project about Jesus being nailed. Uh, also, uh, further down here, a, a Bilal uh, Bazaar, a, the lizard uh, queen, who, remember, was performing at that Mooney Ponds uh, queer youth event uh, when the National Socialist Network uh, turned up. Also uh, profiled is Dean Akuri, a.k.a. Frock Hudson, and uh, also 
mentions at the end uh, the rainbow uh, community angels, uh, which in another speech are uh, Rachel Payne, who you just saw, the legalized cannabis MP, said that uh, they have their rainbow wings to to shield uh, to 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 shield. Uh, the, the rainbow community from from hateful protests. Now, as I mentioned, uh, John Pesciuto and the, the state liberals, uh, they are 100% behind the grooming agenda. They'll probably uh, pass uh, the, uh, the laws uh, which will make anti-grooming activism illegal. Uh, the Victorian Liberal Party had their state council on the weekend in in Bendigo, and uh, there was a few members who weren't too happy uh, when John Pesciuto got up to speak. Please welcome to the stage, John Pesciuto. Now you saw uh, the uh, delegates in the the front row. They got up to give uh, uh, John Pesciuto a standing ovation to try and drown out uh, the shame. I know that later in the day, David Southwick, the deputy leader, Matthew Back, the deputy upper house leader, uh, Evan Maholahan, a a new liberal MLC. Uh, who used to work at the Institute of Public Affairs, all said, fantastic vision from John Pesciuto onwards and upwards to 2026, really trying to, to, to show this. He made an inspiring speech, which is going to win us the, the, the next election. The next day on the, the Sunday, it was the, the president's uh, report uh, by Greg uh, Mirabella, uh, so he uh, said the party needs to overcome its cultural cancer of disunity and scrutinize why the party's brand is so trashed among young voters. Uh, so uh, Greg Mirabella claims we don't offer much to young people. And uh, he also uh, mentioned uh, the walkout yesterday. He said, uh, we are battling our own cultural cancer, and we saw it again yesterday. There was absolutely an elephant in the room, and a small group of members at the back had their feelings known about what they thought, and the result was an instant headline and online footage. I don't know if any of those people are here today. What did you achieve? What did you achieve? Another story, another bit of gossip, another story about the Liberal Party's antics. We are never going to win if we keep doing that. So... Uh, Greg Mirabella, he obviously, uh, obviously, uh, you saw the the members walking out were particularly older, uh, so he's not really interested in uh, keeping keeping their votes. He's instead wants to to try and uh, get the millennials and Zoomers uh, to vote there now. 
It's interesting that Greg Marabella, he was a Victorian senator for a brief time until he was defeated by Ralph uh, Barbet. It's interesting he seems to have this sort of woke woke manifesto given that he is the husband of uh, Sophie Mirabella, former federal liberal MP, who was a, a conservative cultural uh, warrior, warrior herself. Uh, so that's it's quite a contrast there between a husband and wife. Now tomorrow, it was a very overcast day in, in, in Melbourne. It looked like the, the storm clouds were gathering for the the horror state budget uh, tomorrow. So this was from the, the age. Victorians will be handed the bill from the state's projected pandemic response with the Andrews government to detail a $31.5 billion COVID-19 debt repayment plan to repay emergency funds borrowed. And, well, I'm glad that finally uh, the Dan Andrews government realises that uh, Victoria's debt is not is is not sustainable and the increasing interest rates increase the the payment on the debt uh, so there is going to be many uh cuts uh particularly around uh community health but not our frontline health they're also going to be looking like a pause on the the victorian government's uh, big build particularly the airline airport rail or which is was supposed to be built by 2029 but was going to be pushed out to i don't know maybe the 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 never never it is spending 200 billion dollars on the suburban rail a loop which there is no business case for but this is a consequence of there virtually being no opposition in victoria that say uh, the Andrew's Labor government has gotten away with for, for nine years, just borrowing, borrowing and borrowing. And they claim uh, both Dan Andrews and uh, the health minister, Marianne Thomas, claim we had no choice uh, but to borrow during the pandemic to save businesses. You could have not locked down. I mean, that's what Sweden did. And they've got less excess deaths uh, than Australia currently has as well. Iron Duke says a says uh, they will not cut LGBTQ propaganda and support. Uh, definitely not. Uh, Dan Andrews, he announced 1.8 million in uh, borrowed money uh, for, uh, for, who was it? Uh, the, the Rainbow Health Australia for so-called inclusion training uh, to make organizations safe uh, for the LGBTQ community. Now, going north of the border, now, obviously, uh, during the pandemic, uh, we saw some absolutely disgraceful uh, police brutality from Victoria Police that went unpunished. I mean, they knocked down and pepper sprayed that granny on the, on the, on the ground. Uh, they body slammed uh, that man into the concrete in, at Flinders Street Station. They uh, uh, they also stomped on that mentally ill man's uh, head. Obviously, in other states, uh, there were examples of uh, police uh, brutality in the name of uh, public health, of course. But we thought that uh, with uh, the lockdowns and COVID rules ending, uh, that we couldn't see we couldn't see uh, police brutality and misconduct any worse than what we did. 
that was until this week uh, when the New South Wales police, they tasered a 95-year-old dementia patient in a nursing home. Uh, so uh, this was uh, Claire Nowland. Uh, she is receiving end-of-life care at uh, Cooma District Hospital, which means she is going to pass soon. Uh, uh, after she was tasered by a New South Wales police officer at their Yellenby Lodge care facility on Wednesday, why the hell uh, did the aged care folks call the police in the first place? She was apparently, she, she was carrying a steak knife with a, a walker aged, uh, she weighed 40, 48 kilos. Uh, this is one of the assistant uh, police commissioners who fronted the media on on Friday. How he described he he described the events leading up to uh, the tasering of this uh, elderly woman. At the time she was tasered, um, she was approaching police. Um, but it is fair to say, at at a slow pace, she had a walking frame. But she had a knife. Now, he says that the body cam uh, footage is uh, confronting. The police commissioner, uh, Karen Webb, she's been doing a mainstream media blitz today. She said that she hasn't seen the body cam footage uh, because she uh, doesn't want to prejudice any uh, internal investigation. They're all saying we've got to do the internal investigation first before before uh, we rush to any any judgment. Hedron Anti-Bullying says uh, police can't take a knife off and, oh, as a 95-year-old uh, woman. I mean, how is there any justification for this? And The Guardian, in a good bit of journalism, also gained footage uh, from 2020 when police were called from, to another aged care facility and put two handcuffs on an 80-year-old uh, woman. Uh, there has also been a New South Wales police officer found guilty of assault uh, after he slammed an Indigenous boy face first onto the pavement. So it seems in New South Wales, if you body slam uh, somebody, uh, well, particularly an Indigenous uh, person, uh, there is consequences. There are no consequences uh, for uh uh, for police brutality here in Victoria. Uh, now, I noticed that a, there has obviously been uh, some uh, deserved uh, anti-New South Wales uh, police memes circulating on uh, social media. If you're a New South uh, Welsh person, you'll notice that in New South Wales, there's these, uh, or this is actually from Western Australia, uh, this sign, but New South Wales have uh, have uh, signs like this local police now targeting, this has local police are now tasering 95-year-olds in walking frames. And uh, this is also from the, the shovel that uh, Biden uh, Biden has cancelled his trip to Australia due to risk of being tasered by New South Wales uh, police. I think his staff just give him tranquilizers. That's uh, that's their method of of a uh, choice there to sedate Joe Biden. Now he cancelled his. Uh, he was due to be in Australia for uh, the quad, 
Leaders Summit, which of course is Australia, the US, Japan, and India. It's the No China's uh, Club. Uh, they, uh, he was in Hiroshima uh, for the uh, G7, which used to be the uh, G8 until they kicked out Russia. Uh, Albanese was there as, well, I guess, an add-on uh, to the uh, the G7. We're part of the the G20. Uh, so Biden apologized to Anthony Albanese for cancelling the Quad Leaders meeting. He was also due to address the uh, Australian Parliament. He said he's cancelled it to deal with the the debt uh, ceiling uh, crisis which uh, the the Republican-controlled House, uh, Speaker Kevin McCarthy, they are not going to raise the debt ceiling unless there is some spending cuts, like at least in Australia. There is talk about the need to, to pay down uh, government debt. In the US, it just keep raising the, the, the debt ceiling. Uh, the Trump uh, the Trump administration made no efforts to curtail uh, the, the, the debt, which... I may as well bring up the the US debt clock now to see where 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 it is. The so, so we can actually see like it's yeah it's it's in the in the in the trillions here. It'll load here uh, in a, in a moment. So US national debt thirty one trillion uh, there. Uh, so. That is an insane amount of money. I mean, ours is, we're, we're concerned about ours in Australia getting to one trillion. The US, they just, yeah, they're keeping it, maxing on the, the, the credit card there. Now, going back to Australia briefly, uh, we are going to have a by-election uh, soon in the seat of, of Fadden on the North Gold Coast with the resignation of former Morrison government minister Stuart Robert, one of the robo-debt four, uh, the, one of the four social services minister who oversaw the illegal robo-debt uh, debt, uh, repayment uh, scheme, uh, which saw uh, welfare some welfare recipients uh, commit suicide when they were asked to pay debts uh, that they weren't, uh, that they didn't owe. Uh, so Alan Tudge obviously already uh, resigned his seat of Aston, which was won by the Labor Party. The seat of Fadden is much safer for the uh, the Liberal Party. Uh, so Scott Morrison is one of the the, the only one of the the Robo Debt Four still in Parliament. He's only going to resign when he uh, can get a job. It was reported that he uh, was trying to get a job with the accounting firm PwC, but given that uh, there's been a scandal then where they're using insider uh, government uh, tax information, where they were advising the government on tax policy while advising their clients on how to minimise their own tax. Uh, that would be the last thing that PWSC uh, would want. But let's go to New York now, uh, where Harry Mountbatten Windsor, I do not call him Prince Harry anymore, Harry Mountbatten Windsor and uh, his wife, Meghan Markle, they claim that they were involved in a near fatal car collision in uh, New York City. Uh, Meghan Markle, she was there to uh, collect some award for being an inspirational uh, woman. And they, they said they were in a, a terrifying two-hour car chase with the paparazzi. And local New Yorkers said, how can you have a car chase in Manhattan? Like, you can hardly, you, you, you can hardly get around. 
at the the best of time. It must have been like <laughs> a a stationary uh, car car chase. And uh, according to uh, Megan Markle, uh, she said, and that's when the paparazzi yelled, "This is MAGA country." As we've seen, uh, yeah, New York. It's uh, it's apparently very racist where a, a where a a black man uh jordan nearly is apparently killed for no reason not because uh he was being uh aggressive uh towards uh people people on the the subway and had to be uh subdued by a marine marine corp a veteran who is now facing secondary manslaughter, Daniel uh, Penny, and uh, apparently now uh, the 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 latest is uh, well the, the the latest person to be accused of racism is a New York nurse. Uh, her name is Sarah Comrie. Uh, when some black youths claimed that she'd just been working a 12-hour shift, claimed that the the, the bike uh, that she had hired to ride home uh, was actually theirs. Uh, this is the, the full exchange here. Help! Help me! Please 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 get off me. Hey, what the fuck is going on? Please get off me. Yo, don't let him take it, bro. Now you're not getting the bike, bro. Now you're not getting the bike. Help! Why you took his phone? What's wrong with you? You're not touching his phone. 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 You're not touching his Please, Come, take she's, she's just crying. Hassan, you're not crying. You're not crying. I got stupid. I got your video. Wait, you, 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 you pulled it out? Hassan, you pulled it out? Hassan. Hassan, you pulled it out? This is my bike. It's on my account. Please move. All right, so why don't we set, reset the bike? I'm not resetting the bike. It's his. It's his. It's his. I'm going to pull it out on your account. You're active. I don't know how to walk. I don't fuck. That's just my fake crying. Just fake crying. Stop fake crying. Hey, stop touching me. I don't touch you. Hold up, hold up. Hey, stop touching me. 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 Exactly. So take it. So take it. You're stupid ass. Get the fuck out of here. The baby gonna come out with something. How you stop crying? Not a tear came down, miss. Not a tear came down. Now, she has been smeared as a racist Karen. And uh, you notice there that she just yelled out for help. She didn't say, help, uh, these five black gang members are trying to steal my bike. Uh, now, there were some disgusting defamatory comments, uh, but, uh, particularly by some intersectionality academics, uh, some tried to compare her uh, to Carol Bryant Donham, who in 1955 uh, accused Emmett Till, a 14-year-old black uh, boy, of touching and flirting with her in a shop, and Emmett was uh, lynched. Uh, so they're comparing comparing her, like they're basically implying that her not, not uh, being in that 
distressed situation where she's trying to get home after a 12, 12 hour shift. She unlocks the bike with the, the, the QR code paying for it. And there's, and there are these punks around her basically trying to troll. They're basically trying to troll her saying, Whoa, you, this is our bike. What are you doing? See, they're not distressed at all. They're basically enjoying trolling her. They're, they're implying, uh, they're implying by comparing uh, Sarah Cromery to Carol Bryant Donham that she could have got these uh, five black views lynched. I don't think that there is going to be a lynching of five black teenagers in New York in 2023. Uh, now, because uh, the the uh, smear uh, defamation was repeated in the, the mainstream media, and there was also a Twitter community notes, uh, which uh, the, uh, Sarah Sarah Comrie was able to provide uh, receipts because obviously she paid for it with her, her phone uh, that she she had paid for the the rental bike and so she she should sue every single uh, mainstream media outlet that defamed her she was also put on leave uh, for, uh, by uh, New York health they said we are aware of a video involving a healthcare worker off duty away from the hospital campus this incident in the video is disturbing the provider is currently out on leave and will remain on leave pending review as a health system we're committed to providing an environment for our patients and staff that is free from discrimination of any kind she's had to go into to hiding her and her husband because of all the the, the death threats i hope that uh, her lawyer also uh, sues uh, those intersectionality academics who are still defaming her i mean they're still trying to uh, they're, they're still trying to smear her the uh, the teens who tried to claim the bike was theirs, they've shown no receipts uh, that the bike uh, bike was hers. Uh, now, there has been a, a GoFundMe, a legal GoFundMe uh, that has been uh, set up, which has raised uh, over $105,000. In my opinion, there's no need uh, to set up a GoFundMe for her. I mean, it's a slam dunk defamation case. A lot of these defamation lawyers work on uh, no win, no fee. And uh, the GoFundMe uh, says that uh, she holds racial justice and equity dear and is dedicated to life to serving New York City's most challenged individuals. She does not wish to become a cause celebrity, but bills to save her livelihood and re reputation are obviously mounting. So it can happen to even, uh, even, uh, well, uh, it, these uh, people who describe themselves as racial justice uh, activists, they can be smeared in the media as uh, white supremacist, uh, racist Karens. And what this uh, disgraceful uh, defamation of this uh, pregnant nurse shows is that, well, I guess we do know that the pandemic is over, given that they were okay with uh, smearing a nurse that had worked a 12-hour a shift. What, what, whatever happened to uh, clapping uh, every time a nurse uh, finishes their, their, their shift? Remember, that's what they do, used to do uh, with, with nurses uh, during the, the beginning of the, the COVID uh, COVID pandemic. So I guess the COVID's over, given that you can smear nurses now as uh, racist. Now, going back to national uh, US uh, politics. Uh, so Donald Trump has uh, finally been uh, completely exonerated uh, 
from the Russia collusion hoax with the release of the Dunham report, which criticized the FBI probe, uh, which of course led to the Robert Mueller special counsel investigation, which I'm not sure if you remember uh, Mueller's testimony bef before Congress after the release of the report. He was a former FBI uh, director uh, during 9-11. He, he looked more senile in his testimony than Biden. And uh, even uh, over at uh, MSNBC, uh, Chuck Todd uh, said that the fact that uh, the SP FBI was misused in, in, this, in this way uh, needs to be uh, thoroughly investigated. Look, trust in the FBI is eroding left and right. Um, feels like we're in the moment that we need a real church committee, that this is a moment like Jay, when the J. Edgar Hoover FBI clearly was no longer helping the American people. There was a moment. This feels like we might be in one of those moments. Yes, yeah, so even to Trump used to call him Woodchuck Todd. Uh, he couldn't defend the, the in, indefensible. And now that there is a there is a move to uh, expel uh, Adam Schiff, uh, who of course uh, chaired uh, the Russia probe in in Congress, there's moves to expel him from uh, the House, uh, which is uh, it's obviously very embarrassing uh, for him. Uh, though it hasn't stopped Nancy Pelosi endorsing Adam Schiff to run for Diane Feinstein's. Uh, Senate seat in 2024. The 90-year-old is still in the Senate. She has been away for three months uh, with a severe case of shingles, uh, which has led to encephalitis. there. She has been in the Senate since 1992. She was mayor of San Francisco in the late 70s and the 80s she returned to the uh co the senate in a wheelchair again like why do they stay in congress in their late 80s to early 90s i mean and her recent co her recent lack of cognitive ability before she contracted uh, shingles uh, was uh, even worse than Biden's as well. I mean, California, how many people does it have? Around 50 million. They only get two senators. They've only basically got one senator at the moment with uh, Feinstein, obviously in severe cognitive uh, dec uh, decline. And she is, uh, she is uh, refusing to resign immediately, uh, which uh, she should. Now, obviously, Donald Trump, he is uh, 76 years old, but he is in both perfect health and perfect cognitive uh, health. He is uh, full of energy. If you've seen his uh, campaign rallies, uh, there has been another Republican who has put their hat in the, the ring, announced their run for presidency, South Carolina Senator Tim Scott, which then now there's now two, two South Carolina Republicans in the Republican primary, obviously Nikki Haley, the former governor. In fact, she she appointed uh, Tim uh, Scott uh, to be uh, to 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 be in the U.S. Uh, Senate, and also Ron DeSantis is expected to uh, announce this week uh, that he is going to be uh, running for president, the Florida governor, and uh, Trump on his uh, Truth uh, Social 
obviously he's already called Ron DeSantis, Ron De Sanctimonious. Now on his Truth Social, he released a, a full attack ad on DeSantis. This was struggling big time in his primary race for governor of Florida. Polls revealed DeSantis was failing so bad, he was losing by a staggering 17 points. Then DeSantis was saved by the endorsement of President Trump. Trump's support was so powerful. Just two days after the endorsement, DeSantis took a commanding lead and it propelled him to being elected governor. I'd like to thank our president for standing by me when it wasn't necessarily the smart thing to do. You're welcome, Ron. Unfortunately, instead of being grateful, DeSantis is now attacking the very man who saved his career. Isn't it time DeSantis remembers how he got to where he is? Make America great again. Big league. So good. Build the wall. Then Mr. Trump said, you're fired. I love that part. Truth is, there's only one person who can make America great again. Now, uh, for the record, I, I do, uh, well, obviously I'm not an, <laughs> I'm not an American. I can't vote in the 2024 Republican presidential primaries or the presidential election, but I would, if I could, I'd be definitely be supporting uh, Donald Trump uh, because I, Trump is hundred percent based on the foreign policy or crisis of our time, which is the war in Ukraine. Uh, Trump said he'd end it all in, in 24 hours by getting Putin and Zelensky to make a deal while DeSantis has been flip-flopping on Ukraine because he wants to probably get some of that uh, sweet neocon money from maybe Jeb Bush or uh, Karl Rove uh, that, uh, that can raise it for him. P. Cosman says DeSantis caved hard on free speech. Yes, that uh, anti-pamphleting uh, law, uh, which you can go to jail for. Uh, now, coming to Australia in uh, July is Donald Trump Jr. Uh, so this is a tour organized by Turning Point Australia. Now, I won't be going uh, to the, the Melbourne one, which is on July the 11th. There's one in Brisbane, July 10 and one in sydney july the 9th the unshackled doesn't cover formal events anymore we just stick to the the street activism now and uh, there is already a petition uh that has 3448 signatures stop Donald trump jr getting an australian visa of course uh, these petitions were successful in the past in getting Gavin McGuinness banned from australia and also milo yiannopoulos it'd be uh I mean, uh, Adam Giles, uh, Claire O'Neill. Uh, I mean, they'd uh, it'd be quite. They'd have a real nerve uh, blocking the son of a former president of the United States from coming to Australia. He could be the 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 son of the president after twenty twenty four. Wolfman says uh, Bud Light Junior. Yes, uh, <laughs> uh, Donald Trump Junior. He did defend. Uh, Anheuser Bush because they gave money to the Republican Party, which I guess shows that he's he is bought easily. So that is the end of Tim's news explosion for another week. Uh, now stay tuned uh, to uh, the Unshackled uh, video uh, channels uh, because I'll releasing hopefully tomorrow. 
the Unshackled's coverage uh, from the We Are Ready uh, event in 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 Frankston, uh, where uh, which which is obviously part of the global We Are Ready movement. It uh, coincide with the Bilderberg Group meeting in Lisbon, Lisbon, Portugal, uh, where Monica Schmidt she was uh, present uh, there. Uh, so at the Frankston one, I, I spoke to the founder of My Place Australia, uh, uh, Darren Bergworth, and also the organizer, uh, Rebecca uh, Kim. So I'll be releasing that on the Unshackled YouTube, Odyssey, and Rumble uh, in the, the next day. Of course, the, the next, well, this is probably definitely the, the most important, you would say, freedom event uh coming up in the the next month uh, because it is uh nick uh, patterson's uh battle for exoneration because he could be facing a significant jail sentence if he is found guilty of assaulting members of victoria police a uh, he went to defend his uh friend in uh in late may 2021 uh, when uh, Victoria Police were assaulting one of his friends, uh, when they were attacking, uh, attack, uh, Victoria Police were attacking him during a anti-lockdown protest during lockdown number four. I'll try to get to a few days of the trial. It begins on Thursday, June the first. It goes for fifteen days in the the county court. Uh, so. Uh, Nick Patterson already beat one charge. Uh, that's when he was uh, charged with resisting arrest when he was arrested at the first uh, anti-lockdown protest in, in May uh, 2020. So we certainly uh, wish Nick all the best of, of luck. So please... Uh, uh, please uh, make sure uh, that uh, if you if you haven't, uh, there is also I'll go back to a link. Uh, you can uh, donate to uh, Nick's Nick's legal uh, defense as well. There's a link to his uh, channel t.me fight uh, corrupt uh, police. So thank you once again uh, for watching uh, Tim's News Explosion. Uh, there will be a, a report from Tiger Mount with Richard Morscroft later in the week. And as of course, uh, we are ready highlights. And uh, remember to keep checking out the unshackled.net uh, for that's got our Unshackled Productions archive. And also it has got our written articles as well. And remember, you can always support the work on the Unshackled by taking out uh, one of our premium memberships as well. So thank you once again for joining me on another epic Tim's News Explosion. Stay safe, stay sane, stay warm, because it is so freezing here in Melbourne at the moment. Uh, stay happy and uh stay stay free as well and well yeah just also yeah just stay uh, stay smiling as well because there's a lot of uh, crazy stuff going on as well i try to try to do as many stay uh, stay positives as i can at the, the end of every episode so good night everybody and i'll see you same time next week tim's news explosion Tim's News Explosion. 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 Tim's news explosion.